Good morning, Central Pennsylvania! Honestly, I don't know who's listening to this podcast and where you live or what time of the day you're listening. What I'm trying to do on these podcasts, uh, they're going to be titled Rob Z, The Rob Z Show, because that was the name of my old radio show, Rest in Peace. What I'm going to be trying to do is, is recreate the energy, the spirit, the power of The Rob Z Radio Show. So uh, I always started the show off with an interpretation of Robin Williams' Good Morning Vietnam. I can't really do that now because you can listen to a podcast anywhere in the world. You can listen to a podcast at any time of the day, on any day in the history until the internet is wiped out and Al Gore cries himself to sleep. So, I'm not quite sure how to open it up. So, uh, maybe good morning, uh, internet. Good morning, uh, good afternoon, good day. Should I do good day? Let's try. Good day, internet! Show. The whole point of this podcast is people kept saying to me, Rob, we love your radio show. We don't want you to go away. Please don't leave us forever. Uh, so I brought this here for you. And also there's going to be live videos coming uh, and also recorded videos coming on Facebook Live and YouTube. So I know a lot of vloggers throughout the years have made the claim, hey, I'm going to go on 365 days of vlogging and I'm going to do that soon, very soon. So you can see my face as well. And uh, I think I'll document my life too. Just let you know like what I'm doing from day to day to day to day to day. And just bore you so much with my life. This version of my podcast, this version of my radio show, whatever you want to call it, is going to be emerging, I guess. You could call it emerging of radio and podcasting coming together for the first time ever. Get ready for one of the most explosive movies of the year. Hang on to your ass. Fire. That was complete destruction. Fart of the Furious. You ready? One thing I can guarantee, no one's ready for this. Starring Vin Diesel. I got no choice! Charlize Theron. This should be interesting. They're all mine. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Phase two. Phase two? What's phase two? Bounds away. Ouch. Now it's my turn. And featuring special guest star Kurt Russell. That took longer than I expected. All right, you get style points for that one. Woo! Fart of the Furious. So I'm going to take elements of what I do in my radio show, but I'm going to take away the elements that I didn't really... There are certain things I did on my radio show just because it's radio. Uh, Like a lot of the celebrity news. I'll do a little bit of celebrity news, but I really don't care all that much. And I'm going to add in versions of the podcast. You know, in the world of podcasting, I can talk a lot longer. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I guess we'll figure it out. Uh, Also, on podcast, you're allowed to swear a little bit. I won't swear that much, I promise. Maybe I won't even swear at all for you guys. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Oh, no. But uh, we're here. So uh, should I quit rambling yet? I don't have any music to play. So I just have to, like, talk this whole time. Or I could just play funny comedy bits. Hello, Americans. This is the Nuclear Warhead Preparedness Newsreel. Step one, look up to the skies and say, Holy I'm really Step two, 
That piece of chocolate cake you were avoiding in the fridge because it'll make you look fat, eat all of it right now. Step three, default on all of your loans immediately. Don't pay another dime. Step four, well, little Jimmy, I guess we don't have to save for college anymore. And there you have it, steps to deal with nuclear disaster. (laughs) Relatable content for the podcast. So I'm on Craigslist, right? And uh, I've always done... Craigslist missed connections with Rob Z. I'm sure you remember that. Well, there's also uh, a Craigslist personals. Okay, so in the personal section, there are rants and raves. Now, I live in Altoona, Pennsylvania, so I am going to be focusing, uh, at least here in the beginning, on Craigslist personal ads and Craigslist Altoona rants and raves. BTW, before I get into this, uh, if anybody out there wants me to talk about their area, if they have something going on in their land, this land is your land, this land is my land, so let's share it together on the podcast. You can always find me, you can always contact me, it's super easy to get a hold of me on Facebook, on Instagram, Rob Z Radio, and on Twitter, and on Snapchat, Rob Z Yo, and uh, with modern technology, which is pretty amazing, I actually have a, uh, a phone number that you can leave a voicemail on. Now this does not... This does not go... Nobody will ever answer this phone number. It is strictly set up for voicemail, and the number is 81... Oh, come on, phone. 814-799-0064. That's 814-799-0064. So if you want to reach out to me and leave a voicemail, you can do it there. So on the rants and raves, in the Altoona personal section on Craigslist, somebody writes, So many scrubs. Uh, They wrote... What's with all these guys riding shotgun in their girl's car? Where is their license? Where is their car? So many of them in this area. Pretty sad. It's a good question, right? Uh, Okay, if you want to dive into my personal life. uh, There was a time in my life uh, many years ago, uh, maybe like 10 years ago, like a decade ago, I lost my driver's license for a period of time. And I had to get human beings, sometimes my ex-girlfriend, to give me rides around. Actually, when I first met Nene Z, she gave me rides. And I felt like a complete lowlife. I felt like a scumbag. I'd rather ride my bicycle, but sometimes I had too far to go, or sometimes I was raining, or I was just lazy, or it was cold out. Uh, so I got rides in the passenger seat of females' cars. And yes, I did not like it. And yes, I did imagine somebody staring at me sitting in the passenger seat of my girlfriend's car, just sort of scowling at me, wondering, who's this piece of garbage? Wonder why he doesn't drive? What happened to his driver's license? Does he even have a job? How many drugs is he selling? I wasn't selling any drugs! But maybe I should have been to make some extra money. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm kidding. Relax. Uh, But... I thought, you know, I could definitely see this as a situation. But you also might be judging human being on the rants and raves section on Craigslist. What's with all the guys riding shotgun in their girl's car? Maybe some of their girls like to drive. My wife, Nene Z, she's the best female driver I've ever been in the car with. Ladies, don't get, offend- don't get offended. I know. I know. People like to get offended anymore. But please, try not to. 
Sometimes let your ladies drive. Sometimes ladies like to drive. Sometimes they like to just be the ones who are in control of the wheel. So it doesn't always necessarily mean when you see a guy riding shotgun in their girl's car that that guy is a total scumbag loser who doesn't have a driver's license or a job or any aspirations in life. Maybe his girlfriend just wanted to drive him. Then again, maybe he is a total piece of garbage. Maybe he is a drug addict. Maybe he is a drug dealer. Maybe... The car has just not been labeled as a student driver, and the guy in the passenger seat is actually a school teacher who has one foot about ready to hit that brake, you know, because he's scared to death. He's like, I've got to hit the brake. She's going to wreck into something. That might be the case as well. So don't judge, okay? Don't judge. But also, uh, don't be a loser. Can we just go with those two things? Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. We'll get to Craigslist misconnections here in just a little bit, okay? We'll get to that uh, in due time. But right now, I'd like to put on the brakes. Is that going to be a new segment on the show? I don't know. It might be. But we're putting on the brakes today because if you're a 90s kid, if you love old school video games, if you love anything that used to be around that's not around anymore, and you live for the good old days when things were better than they are now, because that's how everybody who ever grows up views the past compared to the future or the present time. Nintendo has launched the Super Nintendo Entertainment System Mini. That's right, the SNES. So last year, Nintendo dropped the original Nintendo uh, mini system with like all the games packed right into that little Nintendo. Still, ha- still haven't gotten one of those yet because they're on back order everywhere you go. Why am I shouting so much? That's usually what I did on my radio show. I would usually take my face away from the mic and I'd yell. And I've had some coffee this morning, so I'm kind of jazzed up. Okay, so yeah, Nintendo will follow up the smash hit of the NES Micro Console, that's what they're calling it, with a mini version of the Super Nintendo, the SNES. Uh, so that's coming, I think it's coming from, is it coming from Europe? I can't tell. Because these have already been made before by uh, what, Super Fabricom or, you know, the knockoff versions. Well, this is going to be the official, the SNES Mini. Or to continue Nintendo's official branding, likely the Nintendo Classic Mini Super Nintendo Entertainment System, currently scheduled to launch in t- launch in time for Christmas this year. Oh my god! Oh, sorry, I passed out for a second out of excitement. Uh, Nintendo's plans for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System Mini, that's a lot of words, are also a major reason why last year's NES Mini did not see a reprieve from con- discontinuation. Uh, Last week, Nintendo explained that it never intended the NES Mini to be a permanent product. From the company's perspective, the micro console was planned as a cool novelty item perfect for Christmas of 2016, and the numbers in which it was manufactured and shipped were expected to be enough to suit the goal. Don't you understand that we are obsessed with nostalgia? I think what the thing is today, and any kid listening to this, listen kids, I get it. You love super complex video games that take 15 hours just to like get past the first level. Just the training session of the video game, you have to play it for days. Old school, old people like myself, we just want the simplicity of the original video games. And my son Max, he's two and a half years old. For God's sake, he doesn't know how to play Call of Duty. There's no reason why he should have to have that extreme learning curve. 
So I think for us, this is a, a landmark in video gaming. We're coming full circle, do you see? We're coming full circle from these super complex video games to these super simple video games. Ones we've played, ones we've beat, ones we know, ones that only have four buttons and then the left and the right button up top. It's so simple. It doesn't need to be so friggin' confusing. Has anybody who doesn't play video games on a regular basis tried to step back into the video game world? Have you tried? Well, you realize that, like, do you have 24 hours a day to practice these new video games? Because you're going to need it to be able to do anything on the new video games. It blows my mind. So Super Nintendo Entertainment System, you are on my list, although I probably won't be able to find you anywhere, and I'll just complain that I never got one. Uh, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Country, huh? Anybody? Uh, let's see, Super Metroid, Super Mario Kart, and you know the Nintendo 64 version of this has to be coming. Super Mario World, Star Fox, I'm going to punch myself in the face right now. Cliffhanger. Yeah, the Sylvester Stallone video game. No, it sucked, but, I mean, I'd like to see it come back. It's time to get ridiculous. ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. And I know they do some weird stuff sometimes. I really don't understand what's going on right now. The most ridiculous story of the day. Oh, it's time for your most ridiculous story. See, this is just like the radio show, right? I'm kind of... What I did was I wrote down how my radio show would usually go on the air, and I'm trying to do it as closely as I can in podcast form without commercials or music. A 25-year-old woman named Carrie Marie Corwin of Florida... Oh, really? From Florida? No way. Uh, ...was drinking with her boyfriend, drinking in Florida, hmm, on Saturday when he did the unthinkable. He called her fat. And she had a perfectly reasonable reaction. She grabbed a tire iron and smashed the hell out of his truck with it. No word on if the truck was parked right beside them at the time or if she had to go outside to it. By the time the cops got there, the truck was trashed and Carrie was arrested for criminal mischief. Uh, if you want to see her mugshot, I put that up on my... Oh, my whoa, I'm not even going to edit that out. Um... Uh, yeah, if you want to see her photo, you can decide if she's fat or not. I don't know. I it just I'm not gonna get into it. Trust me, not gonna do that one. Uh, but you can decide for yourself on my Twitter, Rob Z. Yo! But she was arrested, uh, and he was not arrested. Now it's not clear if he called her fat, F A T, or fat, P H A T. Because this could be a completely different situation, and she took it all wrong. If you're not sure with what PHAT stands for, just look it up. What, weren't you born in 1993? <laughs> um, okay, so while we're doing, while we're doing the Rob Z show here, uh, I usually had coffee when I did my morning show, and I'm having coffee now. So I'm just going to let the, the pour, you can hear the pour. Oh. Oh, that's sexy. Oh, I got it on the microphone, for the love of God. Um, so, I got this French press. I don't know if... It's not an exercise move. It's not like the bench press. It's not like French kissing and benching at the same time. That would be weird, but could be an Olympic, an Olympic sport someday. Uh, it's a French press, just like... It, 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 I, I've been using Keurigs, or Keurigs, or... I don't know how you say it. And honestly, I don't care how you say it, okay? It's like niche. Do you say niche or niche? I don't know. I, don't, I know what you mean. Just say it however you want to. Um, but the French press, it, it pours the coffee. The coffee tastes so much better. And I'm, I'm not just saying that like, 
oh, it's a better coffee. I'm going to put my pinky up to my mouth while I'm talking. It's just better. Uh, it just tastes better. It, it, it's smoother the way it, you, you heard how it poured out of the thing into the cup. It just sounded beautiful. And uh, it really gives me like this wicked energy boost. So if I'm talking 100 miles per hour, it's because of my brand new French press from Walmart. Lower prices. Lower standards. Lower quality of humans. It's kind of like being lowered down into Satan's lair, and you get to hang out there for a while. But the prices are great. <laughs> By the way, if you want to call the show because I'm rambling way too much, you can call 814-799-0064. Oh, you're cute. <laughs> All right, so if you're from central Pennsylvania, uh, then in, in, you know the Mount Union area? You've probably heard of 1,000 Steps before. It's this place where you walk up 1,000 steps, and it's like some sort of accomplishment. Uh, it, it's, it's interesting. I guess from the story that I know, and I might be getting this totally wrong, and somebody could correct me on the voicemail or on social media, uh, that they were miners. I think there was a mine up 1,000 steps up this mountain. So way back when this place was first created, they, they put these 1,000 steps in. Not intentionally 1,000 steps. It was just like that was coincidentally the exact number of steps it took to get to the top of this mountain to get into this coal mine. Well, bygone are the days when you had to walk 1,000 steps to dig out of, a, out of a coal mine. Well, maybe not with Trump. Maybe Trump can bring back 1,000 steps coal mine. We're bringing clean coal back. You get a good workout, and you work in a coal mine and walk up 1,000 steps. So everybody goes there in the summertime now. It's just like an abandoned coal mine at the top of this mountain. It's, it's a beautiful scenery. The scenery is beautiful. Uh, the steps are like gigantic hunks of stone. Like, who put those pieces of stone there? It had to have been the same people who built the pyramids. It was aliens. Uh, so we all go there. We all walk up 1,000 steps. We take photos of it the whole time. And shout out to Lily. If you're in central Pennsylvania, Froggy98, Lily and JoJo, Lily and her boyfriend, uh, went up there and she took some photos and I've always said this cause she said, just made it to the top of 1000 steps. And I, and I wrote back on Snapchat, by the way, find me on Snapchat, Rob Z. Yo, I wrote back to her. Don't you think that they should, uh, call it 2000 steps? Think about it, right? I mean, it's 1000 steps up, but it's also 1000 steps back down. So isn't it technically 2,000 steps? Or is it just they put in 1,000 steps that reach the top of the mountain? But it's not even true that it's 1,000 steps because each time you reach like a certain level on the steps, then you have to walk a few more steps to get to the next step. So it'll get to like a piece of flat land and you've got to walk on the flat land to get to the next step to walk up more steps. So you... If you're considering it steps, as in things that elevate higher and higher each time, then yes, that is 1,000 steps. But if you're counting how many steps you actually take to get up and back down, it's probably more like 2,040 steps or something like that. I'm just going to say right now that the name is BS, okay? You can go to 1,000 steps. You can count all the steps. You can number them all. That's perfectly fine if you want to take a Sharpie and on each stone write a number. But I need you to know that you're taking more than 1,000 steps that day 
Put your Fitbit on. You'll see what I'm talking about. But it's central Pennsylvania. It's beautiful outside. Your allergies are kicking in. You're sneezing like a banshee. You're driving everybody nuts. Then you take some antihistamines. You get super drowsy. You might fall asleep at the top of the 1,000 steps. But darn it, at least you did it. At least you got out there in nature and you started walking around. I'm pretty sure, though, in order to get to 1,000 steps, you had to ride in the passenger seat of your girlfriend's car while she drove you. (laughs) When you're driving, there are a lot of things to pay attention to. Yeah, I almost hit a pedestrian in a crosswalk as I went through that red light. There's an easy solution. Just put down your cell phone. Put down, you mean put it myself? Put down your cell phone. That seems a little drastic. When you put down your cell phone, it'll open up an entire world of driving for you. Hey, there is a speed limit through this school zone. See what I mean? And look, construction. Oh, I'm getting a text. Uh, uh, uh. All right. I'm putting down my cell... Whoa! I almost hit that dog! But you didn't, because you put down your cell phone. That's right. And now I have a free hand to eat a sandwich. I'm so jazzed up on this coffee right now. I feel weird. I I have way too much energy. It's a good thing, but I'm going to crash so hard when this is over. (laughs) Also, somebody just commented on this uh, Super Nintendo that I had posted up online. Okay, so you can buy the new Super Nintendo, and Martin wrote, I would only consider this if Earthbound, Chrono Trigger, and Zelda are all on it. Nerd alert! Nerd alert! Nerd alert! Earthbound alone is worth the possible $99.99 price tag. I, I, okay, those are the kind of games that you're into, but as long for me as it has Star Fox and Mario Kart, I'm totally game. Now let's talk about crying your eyes out. Bawling uncontrollably. Tears flowing from you. You're so sad, aren't you? I'm so sorry. Did you hear a song that took you back to your day? Back to the heyday? Did you hear a song that just reconnected you with, I don't know, your inner being? What the hell am I talking about right now? I'm talking about songs that make you cry. There's certain songs, every time you hear them, that bring a tear to your eye. And a couple of days ago, I heard one of those songs. And it's it's strange, right? Especially when you hear it... uh if if you don't plan on hearing it, you're just listening to, to the music and all of a sudden it comes up. And if you're listening to the radio, if you're on Pandora, if you're, you know, I, I, don't, I don't, whatever the situation might be. But for me, uh, it's the song Last Kiss by Pearl Jam. Oh, my God. And that's a cover, right? That's a cover of somebody else. That song, every time I hear it, I just, I, I get emotional. And you don't even have a chance with Last Kiss. If you've never heard it, go listen to it on YouTube. Uh, but you don't even have a chance to prepare yourself. Like, oh God, I got to turn the station. This song's on, or I got to turn Pandora. Thumbs down, a thumbs down, because it just starts out with like, doom. It's like a couple drum beats, and then right in, oh where, oh where can my baby be? The Lord took her away from me. I don't know what he's saying. You can never understand Eddie Vedder half the time. And I'm not going to sing the whole song. I know you wanted me to. It's just one of those songs that, uh, oh man, it just it makes me it just it well it makes me well up. It's a very emotional song, and it's just whew, it gets me. It's like Cats in the Cradle, Cats in the Cradle in the Silver Spoon. You can keep singing it. Uh, you know, it's just oh, I heard it and I I got cheery eyed. 
I got a few wells up in the eye, and I'm like, oh my god, are you gonna, Rob, are you gonna cry right now just from hearing the first 30 seconds of Last Kiss? Because I know where the song's going. And if you listen to Last Kiss, and you're from central Pennsylvania, uh, the the White Lady of Wapsie, do you ever feel like that song could be about the White Lady of Wapsie? I don't know why, but it always reminds me of the story of the White Lady of Wapsie, who was... Uh, one night riding her carriage on Wapsie Mountain and she fell over the side of the mountain or something. How did it work? The horse-drawn carriage went over and she died. I forget exactly how the white lady of Wapsie passed away, uh, but it, it just reminded me of that and it took me back to that moment and it takes me back every time I hear that song. I don't have any basis for the song. I don't have like a story to go along with it, like some sad story that I can relate to it. It's just the feeling of that song and Eddie Vedder's voice and the emotion and, and the lyrics Oh man, it's one of those songs that just makes you makes you cry. It just brings a tear to your eye. So if, if you have a song like that in your life, please leave me a voicemail. 814-799-0064. Facebook or Instagram, Rob Z Radio. Twitter or Snapchat, Rob Z Yo. And now Scott Stapp from Creed sings Work by Rihanna. I am Scott Step Work 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 Scott Step Work 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 Singing for Creed Work 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 And I really 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 love Jesus And I sing for Creed 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 I'm Scott Step And I sing songs about Jesus And I sing songs about other stuff But mostly I sing about Jesus can you take me higher? I'm Scott Stamp, my sacrifice with arms wide open Cause I had a baby and wrote a song Living in my own prison And what is this life for? I got to overcome what if I'm torn I am Scott Stamp, work, 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 work And I will say work, 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 work Bop, 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 beep, bop, scooby, boopy What the hell is bleep, blah, blur, blah, scoop and this song is dumb, 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 dumb. And now I am done, 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 done. Scott Stapp. And now we would be at that time of the show, if I was doing this live on the radio, that we would be at the top of the hour. What does the top of the hour mean? Well, it would be like right at 7 o'clock right now. And I would like, I'd come on the air and, you know, I'd say like, Hey, it's Rob G. Good morning, everybody. What's going on? Uh, I'm not going to do that right now because I'm not live on the radio, but I just, I'm just i trying to mimic exactly how my show would go so I can keep the, the vibe and the feeling of uh, my show going. And I'll take this time to promote my podcast and other episodes that I do. If you're a wrestling fan, professional wrestling, not like Greco-Roman wrestling, uh, I'm unfortunately a wrestling fan as well. Welcome to the club of dorks and marks. Uh, but I, I've been doing a lot of wrestling podcasts lately because WrestleMania ended and it, it came and went and... Uh, I've just been into it lately. So if you find any podcasts on my feed called WrestleProbs, that's WrestleProbs, know that those are wrestling podcasts about professional wrestling. I also have interviews with Kurt Angle on here. I have an interview with Kane. If you're a local wrestling uh, lover in central Pennsylvania, the big star, uh, formerly Dave Daniels of Wild West of KCW back in the day, are, are all on this podcast. So go down through there and check those out. And thank you. Thank you for listening. This is so cool. It's so cool that I'm still like on the radio, kind of. Not really. On newsstands now, it's people's most beautiful woman issue. If you don't count Scarlett Johansson, Jennifer Lawrence, and Beyonce, you'll agree people picked the right woman. 
if we forgot to include Charlize Theron, Kendall Jenner, and Kate Upton. And who is people's most beautiful woman in the world? Julia Roberts, who is a really good choice. If you've never heard of Margot Robbie, Rihanna, Emily Ratajkowski, Emma Watson, Cheryl Cole, Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift, Selena Gomez, Natalie Portman, Kerry Washington. Before we go any further, going right back to the Super Nintendo thing. So uh, I just had my buddy Ben. Ben Shu, what up? Sinking Valley represent. If you're listening by any chance, I think he lives in Oregon now. Ben, where are you living? I'm not. He's somewhere across the country. Uh, there's something called RetroPie. So RetroPie.org.uk. RetroPie is a, an emulator where you can play any video game ever. So I don't need to buy the Super Nintendo system. I can just download RetroPie. But Ben, it doesn't come with an actual Super Nintendo controller and the actual old school looking console. So I know it's free and everything, but it doesn't feel the same. So while we're here... Uh, anybody has a two-and-a-half-year-old. I have a two-and-a-half-year-old named Max. I'm sure if you've listened to my radio show or you follow me on social media, you know this. You know! And Max, uh, man, the bedtime thing is a beast. Anybody who has a two-year-old, I'm sure bedtime has become a situation for your life. Bedtime has become uh, just something that is a bane of your existence. It's the bane of my existence right now because every single night, Max goes to bed at about 8 o'clock. Max knows when bedtime is. But Max, I joke with my wife Nini about this all the time. It's like he has, it's like the movie Saw, right? Like, Max, I think the movie Saw was created by somebody who had a two and a half year old who their two and a half year old put them through grueling levels of tests just to get them into bed. These grueling levels of different psychological warfare and torture that you had to be put through just, just for them to go to bed and for you to shut the door. And then even once the door is shut, you don't even know it's really over yet. Let me give you an example. So I want to break down Max's full-time bed routine. So around 7.30, you try to get Max upstairs. And usually it's a bribe. The bribe of going upstairs is sometimes a game. Sometimes we're playing like race cars. He loves to pretend that he's a race car or a motorcycle. And I'll I'll say like, oh, the race car has to go up the big hill. And the big hill is the steps to get upstairs. Sometimes that works. Sometimes it's a cookie. Ah, Not ever a cookie. Sometimes it's a cracker, maybe a a graham cracker or some sort of non-heavily sugared thing that won't keep him awake but also is delicious enough to lure him upstairs. And then other times it's just, you know, screaming at the top of his lungs as I'm dragging him up the steps or holding him by the torso upside down to get him upstairs. One thing with, with Max, and I don't know about your kids, how they, uh, what gets them to behave, but for Max, uh, countdowns on a phone seem to work very well. So if you have a cell phone, a smartphone, or just a timer, any sort of timer, say, hey, you got five minutes, let them push the start button on the timer let it begin, let it run out. That works pretty well. Max, is he's pretty good with that. So th- there's a tip for you. So we get upstairs, and the first thing we got to do is go potty. Now, Max isn't number two yet. He number ones. Number two is the poop. Number one is the pee, in case you're not up on one and two. What I do, because he has a stool, and he also gets a gummy bear. It's like a vitamin it's like a vitamin gummy. You know, it's it's like good for him, but it also tastes delicious. Sometimes I eat them. Don't tell Nini. Uh, but I'll get on the stool, 
And I'll say, oh, buddy, I'm going to go pee. I'm going to get the gummy bear. Uh, Daddy's going to pee first. I'm going to get the gummy bear. Sometimes I can just tease him with that, and that'll make him get on the potty. Sometimes I have to go with the full process. I have to stand up on the stool at the potty. I have to drop trowel and nearly start peeing. Never have I actually started peeing, but I've gotten very close. And eventually he'll run over and smack me on the leg, and I'll say, hey, buddy, no hitting. Take his pants off. Then he goes pee-pee. And then he gets his gummy bear. And I don't know what it is about kids, uh, but Max doesn't sit, he doesn't sit the right way on a toilet. He sits on the front of the toilet and faces the toilet seat. So he pees in the opposite direction. And when we go out somewhere, he's okay with peeing the other way. But on our home toilet, that's how he likes to pee. So he does his business. And I don't know what it is, but it takes him like, it feels like an hour to get off the toilet, to get off the toilet, to flush the toilet, then to climb over his stool, to get over to the sink. It's like this long, he, he goes so slowly, and I know he's doing it to torture me, and it works every time. So uh, he goes over, and before he gets his gummy bear, then he's got to brush his teeth. Now, he's very good with brushing his teeth, but unfortunately, he has figured out this song that I think Nini's, Nini played for him the first time, so I'm going to blame it 100% on her. Uh, it's called This Is The Way We Brush Our Teeth Early In The Morning. I'm going to cue this one up in case you haven't heard it yet. Oh, it's a stupid YouTube commercial. Get off the YouTube commercial. Let's play the song. So here we go. I'll play it. I'll play it a little bit for you so you can experience the insanity that I have to go through every single day of my life. Right now, your two-year-old's like, Oh, mommy, I love this song! Take your toothbrush. Next, add a small amount of toothpaste. Now, brush. This is the way we brush our teeth. Brush our teeth. Brush our teeth. This is the way we brush our teeth. We do it in. Now, while this song's playing, I'm usually repeatedly hitting myself in the face as hard as I can. Just to drown out the insanely annoying sound of this song. Right, but um, if you want a good way to have your kids brush their teeth, that's really good, actually. Max loves that, and while it's going, he brushes his teeth, and then I, you know, I, I check, in air quotes, I check his teeth, which means I pretty much just brush them after he just kind of put his toothbrush in his mouth and shook it around for a couple of seconds. Uh, but that song will make you insane, and then once the song's over, your kid is going to want to click other YouTube videos. You must automatically distract them with something else. I usually try to do it with tickles. I usually do it with tickles or with the vitamin gummy bear. So you get that out of the way. Now he doesn't have any pants or underwear on, and I've got to get the, get him into his moon pants. Now your, your, your child might still wear diapers to bed. Maybe your child is wearing underwear to bed. Congratulations to you. Max has what he calls moon pants. What the heck are moon pants? Uh, they're just pull-ups, just pull-ups. And he has the Iron Man pull-ups, uh, but they're for nighttime, and for nap time, technically, too. But we call them the moon pants. So we go into the bedroom. Because you don't want to call them diapers or pull-ups. Because kids don't want to wear those things. Max wants to feel like a big boy. And uh, I guess big boys wear moon pants? I-, I don't know. So we put the moon pants on. We get the pants on. We get some socks on. Get a new shirt. Uh, you know, And uh, we-, we get him ready for-, for Betty Buys time. The next part is the books, okay? And this is a, I'm sorry this is a long story, but this is how realistically drawn out putting a two-year-old to bed is. So you get him up onto the chair, and we usually, I always say one book for nap, two books for night. So nap time he gets one, bedtime he gets two. So we read two books, but he always wants more. He always wants one more. We read one more book, and then he always wants one more. And this is usually where the fight begins. Nini's very good at not fighting, 
I have a low threshold uh, for this situation. And after book number three, I'm like, buddy, I told you two books. You got an extra one. This is it. And he's like, just one more, daddy. This is my favorite. You said the other two were your favorite. When is it going to end? Something like that. And eventually, somehow, either I do read him the fourth book or I somehow get him out of reading the fourth book. I usually fail, and we usually have to read it. And then there's a process, and I don't know if all two-year-olds have OCD, but Max definitely has my OCD that I grew up with. I think I've, I've done a good job of getting some of what rid of it at an older age, but younger, I was a mess. So... In order, he has to turn the light off with his foot. But I have to first say, no, I'm going to turn the light off. Then he runs over and turns the light off because it's one of those foot. You step on the foot for the light to turn off. It's like a button on the floor. And then I say, no, I'm going to close the door. So then he goes to close the door, and this this sick game has begun where he has to hit me in the head with the door because Max finds it very funny whenever I pretend to hurt myself or whenever I really do hurt myself. So he'll start to shut the door. And I'll let it hit me in the head, and then I'll say something like, Oh, mama mia, what a pizza buy! Or just, I'll say something ridiculous, like, Oh, my foot got stuck in the blender! And he'll always just find it hilarious. So he hits me in the head once, hits me in the head twice. Then I'll say, buddy, I'm just putting my hand out because my head hurts now. Hits me in the hand, hits me in the hand again. Each time I have to say some ridiculous statement like oh i just found a brand new set of pinochle cards in my backgammon basket i don't know i just make things up and he laughs hysterically then when i say i'm done then he has to hit himself in the head so then he stands in front of the door and i lightly push it until it smacks him in the head inside i want to push it just a little bit harder not enough to draw blood or anything just enough to let him know that i can't take the torture anymore so we do that a couple of times And he finally shuts the door. So then I pick him up, lay him in his crib. And you think, it's over. That's it. By now, it's like 8, 8, 10, 8, 15, half past midnight. It all depends on the evening. Uh, But I get him into bed. But you think it's over. But he says, what's the exact statement he uses? I don't know why we ever started this. But now it's a thing where it's stuck. And now it just keeps going. You get him into bed. And he says, you be right back. And what you be right back means is he sets the timer on my phone and we come back in 10 minutes to close the door and do the final good nights. So you get the phone out. I show it to him with 10 minutes on it and he pushes the start button. Little does he know, hopefully he never hears this, that I then stop the 10 minutes, change it to five. We come back in five minutes when the buzzer goes off. Mommy and me both come back. So mommy and me are in the bedroom The buzzer went off. You think, well, this is it. Time to shut the door, go to bed. Nope. Now it's time for hugs and kiss. You got to pick him up out of the crib. By the way, he's about to transition to beds, and I'm scared to death for the transition because the crib is bad enough. You pick him up out of the crib, which he's like a cinder. He's like eight cinder blocks just deadweighting you out of the crib, ruining my back and shoulders as I pick him up. I give him a hug. He hugs me kiss mommy hug kiss into the crib then it's kiss up high kiss down low so it's a kiss up high over the crib so you've got to lean over the crib and your stomach your pelvis your intestines are being pinched by the edge of the crib and he loves it kiss up high then a kiss down low in between the crib bars this is for me and for mommy and you think it's over and then he says drink so you bring the cup in one final sip he takes a final sip you take the cup away He lays down in bed. You cover him up. 
with one blankie. You cover him up with two blankies. And by the way, it doesn't matter if it's the middle of summer, the middle of winter. He has like 10 blankets on him. I don't know how. He's not sweating to death in there. Three, four, five blankets. Blankets on the sides of his head. He's surrounded in this cocoon of blankets. And he goes, thumbs up. So then you've got to take your thumbs, two thumbs up, and touch them to his two thumbs up. And then they talk. And he goes, oh, hey, how are you? Oh, you want to go drive a race car? Oh, okay. It's this this sick thing. I told you it's like a sick... It's how Saw the movie was invented. It's a sick, twisted game. And by this time, you're starting to snap, but you haven't snapped yet. You're still holding it together. And Nene Z and I are both doing this. So after the thumbs up, then he goes high five. So two high fives with both hands. And then he has you flip your hands backwards, and you guys touch the back of your hands together. And then you've got to stick your thumbs up with the back of your hands touching. I don't know what that thing is. It's just an extra drawn-out part of this sick torturous game so you touch the back of the hands together and you're thinking oh my god this is it i've done it now sometimes you can do that good night buddy i love you we'll see you in the morning and close the door and go on your way if it ever does work that way and i say this to nini every time it works that way i say it's not over oh it's not over it's coming back again Because a good 10 to 15 to 20 minutes later, he may not do it right away, but he will start crying. And you'll have to go upstairs, and you'll have to maybe get him another drink. He maybe wants another hug and a kiss. There's always something, and he'll just keep thinking of things. And and he'll be laying there in his crib, right? He'll be laying there, like, covered up. And I'll say, what do you need? And he'll say, I need something. Something. Like, what do you mean you need something? We all need something. What do you need? How can I end this? Now, sometimes you do the thumbs up, the whole routine with the high fives, and you go to close the door, and it's... You think, oh, it's not over yet. What do you want, Max? And he'll say, more drink, one more drink. So you bring the cup in, one more sip. He takes a sip. Take it away. You go to close the door. High fives up high, high fives. Or, this is the wild part, there may have been one step in the procedure of the million things that I just went through, and I'm sorry I'm making this so long, but I want to really get into your brain how, when you have a kid, this is what it's like, okay? So if you don't have kids, around two and a half years old, you're going to get this. And you're going to say, well, you don't have to do all those things. If, I don't, if we don't do all these things, he will scream at the top of his lungs. And, we, and I used to think, he'll just fall asleep. 20, 30 minutes later, he's just crying. And some people can ignore cries. I can't ignore a kid crying. It like, rips through my brain. And I, can't, I can't do anything else. And like, Nene Z and I will get into a fight. Just about nothing. She'll be like, hey, did you have a good day at work? No, I didn't have a good day at work. She's like, what's your deal? I'm like, I can't stand... The sound of him crying upstairs. Like, I have to make it stop. It just, I know, maybe you're not like that. Maybe you can let your kid cry for hours. Maybe you're a terrible parent. I'm kidding. I shouldn't have said that. Maybe you don't have OCD like I do. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, but it's just, it, it, it's mind boggling how, how insanely difficult the nighttime process is. But sometimes you get through it easy. Sometimes you don't get through it easy. And sometimes it's just pure torture and it drags on for hours but from 7 30 until about 8 15 to 8 30 last night it was 9 30 last night he cried again at 9 30 and i had to go up and you know what i had to go up for because before he went to bed we did thumbs up we did the whole deal mommy and i both did it 
But then Mommy did it one more time, and I didn't do it one more time. So before he fell asleep, I had to go back up over an hour later and do the thumbs up. And then he could finally sleep. That is the end. Good evening. Welcome to our coffee shop performance art night. I hope you've all gathered your almond milk chai tea lattes. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce our first performance artiste, Alex Jones. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the frogs gay. Do you understand that? Serious crap. Yes. Speaks right to the soul. I'm a human and I'm coming. I'm a pioneer. I'm an explorer. I like to fight, too. I like to eat. I like to have children. It's like a metaphor for us. This is their plan, people. These are demons. It's basically an intergalactic invasion into this space through people. I'm telling you, Hillary Clinton is a demon. Thank you so, so much, Alex. Now for our next guest, Tommy Laren. Time to get our creep on. She's kind of an airhead and he's kind of a big goof. I know it's repulsive and hideous. Celebrity creepin'. Uh, okay, so celebrity creepin'. Let's start it off with uh, Julia Roberts has been named People's Most Beautiful Woman for the record fifth time. Really? Julia Roberts? She first earned the title back in 1991. And you're going to give it to her in 2017. Not saying she's not beautiful or whatever. But really, Julia Roberts, the most beautiful woman. Who, who paid? Somebody paid to get that done. Nobody in their right mind would look at a list of beautiful women and be like, ah, you know what? Let's go with Julia Roberts this year. Good choice. Although she is a pretty woman. <laughs> okay, let's see what other celebrity news we got here. Uh, trying to find Richard Simmons. Simmons is in the hospital. Or at least he was. Uh, no word which hospital, but somewhere in California, he was battling, quote, severe indigestion and discomfort while eating. <laughs> but he's expected to make a full recovery. Of course, Richard's been out of the public eye for, what, three years now? His people say he just decided to take a break from the public life. But the many conspiracy theories surrounding his disappearance were en- enough to fuel the podcast called Missing Richard Simmons, which I heard is pretty awesome. I haven't listened to that yet. If you've never heard Richard Simmons on the Howard Stern Show, oh my gosh, maybe one of the reasons he disappeared is because Stern ripped into him so many times. Watch those on YouTube, Howard Stern, Richard Simmons. Woo! Severe indigestion. That's me on a daily basis, Richard. Sorry to hear that, bro. Kendall Jenner has always been a bit of a tomboy, and she thinks she gets it. from her dad. That's right. She said, quote, I'd say I'm more of a Jenner than a Kardashian. She said, I was a huge tomboy. I had a phase where I wore boys' clothes. I was always hanging out with guys. I've always connected more with guys. She said, I mean, I'm a girl and I like being a girl, but I've just never been into it like my sisters have. I think I get that from my dad. Her dad... Of course, is Caitlyn Jenner. So, do you even need to make a joke about that? Or, By the way, if you would look at the Harper's Bazaar magazine cover that she's on, if anybody could go online and find this, Harper's, Harper's Bazaar, B-A-Z-A-A-R. Look at Kendall Jenner's eyebrows and try to figure out what is with those eyebrows. It looks like... 
you were using Mario Paint back on the old Super Nintendo. Was that Super Nintendo Mario Paint? I think so. And you just made like a, the wrong line drawn on. I don't know why I went with Mario Paint on that one, but I did. Just deal with it, okay? And I'll just throw one more piece of celebrity news at you right now. Uh, Taylor Swift and uh, Harry Styles were once a thing back in the day, right? Well, Harry Styles uh, now says that he doesn't care if a song is written about him. I guess a lot of tracks on the album 1989 from Taylor Swift were regarding Harry, the song Style, the song Out of the Woods, but Harry said he doesn't care when he was in Rolling Stone magazine. Isn't it just a slap in the face of the history of music to have Harry Styles have an interview in Rolling Stone magazine? He said, I don't know if they're about me or not, but the issue is she's so good, they're bloody everywhere. I write from my experiences. Everyone does that. I'm lucky if everything we went through helped create those songs. That's what hits your heart. She doesn't need to tell her. Wait, she doesn't need me to tell her they're great. They're great songs. So Harry Styles is perfectly fine with Taylor Swift writing songs about him. As long as he's not writing any more songs, I really don't care either way. The Simpsons appeared on TV for the first time 30 years ago today. In honor of their 30th anniversary, here are the top things you probably didn't know about The Simpsons. Number one, each episode takes six months to produce and only five minutes for Family Guy to steal. Number two, it's funnier on weed, just like SpongeBob, South Park, and everything else in your life. Number three, Conan O'Brien wrote for the show back in the 90s. You know, back when he worked on a show people watched. Number four, they've been around for 30 years, but haven't aged. Sort of like John Stamos. And number five, all the money Fox has made from it has gone to settling lawsuits against Bill O'Reilly. Now it's time for that good people part of the show where we celebrate awesome human beings doing great things. Good people still exist. Here's the proof. There's a 17-year-old girl in South Carolina named Michaela Gist, or Geist. I'm going to say Gist. Uh, She was diagnosed with a rare type of bone cancer about two years ago, and she lost one of her legs. Then the cancer came back in February. She had to have another surgery on her hip, and she's missed a lot of school. But somehow, she's still in the top 10 in her class. She's also really popular, and when her friends found out that she'd be in the hospital and miss prom this past weekend, they decided to bring the prom to her. And it wasn't just a few students. Dozens of them showed up at the hospital. Everyone wore their prom gear. Michaela was in a blue dress, and they brought her a crown and flowers because she was elected prom queen. They're also helping organize a fundraiser at their school later this month to help her family with medical bills. They're trying to raise $50,000. If you want to help out, you can do that. And here's the story for yourself. Here's Michaela. If you want to help out, search for Help Michaela. Or is it Me Kayla? It's M-E-K-A-Y-L-E-L-A. M-E-K-A-Y-L-A. Help Michaela. TKO Cancer on GoFundMe.com and remember that good people still exist. The Life of Z. Right now I'd like to talk about how unbelievably lazy we are as human beings. And maybe how uh, bad of a husband I am. I don't know. We'll let you decide. So last night I'm downstairs and Nini is upstairs and uh, she was like getting ready for bed or something and I was just typing away on the computer doing something pointless. And I heard all of a sudden like a 
just like a loud thud, like somebody had fallen from the sky and landed on on a, on the ground. Right? It just it sounded very loud. And I thought, oh my god, I wonder if Nini like collapsed because she can get faint sometimes. She's a little bit anemic, so it can happen. And I thought, maybe maybe she passed out and like fell on the floor. What if she hit her head? What if something bad happened to her? But then I also thought, oh my god, that's the whole way upstairs. Like I gotta walk up all those steps. I'm just gonna text her. So let me go right to my text messages. I don't even want to fake this. I want to actually go do exactly what I wrote to her. So it was last night. It was at, let's see here, uh, 11.11 p.m. I said, you okay? And at 11.14, she texted back, ha, 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 yes, I threw my shoe. (laughs) And I said, why would you throw your shoe? And she said, because I wanted to take a picture of it. And then once I took the picture, I threw it back down on the floor. And I said, oh, ha, 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 ha. It sounded like you collapsed. Now, the funny part of this story is that if she would have collapsed, how long would I have waited on the text message back to think, hmm, I better go check on her? How long would it have taken? If I would have texted her, would I have waited five, ten minutes? Maybe I would have forgot altogether. Wait, I texted Nini a half an hour ago. Are you okay? And she never texted me back. There's a funny smell coming from the upstairs. <laughs> this is how lazy we are today. At least how lazy I am. I mean, I was concerned. Legit. Concerned. But in this day and age of laziness and convenience of cell phones, I thought, well, I'll just text her. If she doesn't text back, then I guess I gotta go upstairs. If she does text back and say she's okay, then I can just move on with my life. Now, if she would have texted back and said, yes, I did collapse. I can't get up but I'm using my last ounce of strength to text you on the phone. And I would have got that text. I would have gone up within like four to five minutes. I had to finish the things that I was doing. You can't just replace your own personal importance with somebody else's importance. You know what I mean? It's the day of modern technology. Can't she just call 911 if she had the time to text me so you could call authorities? Why doesn't she have a life alert button? You know, clap on, clap off. Call 911, something like that. What's an example of you being super duper lazy? The laziest you've ever been, where somebody may have been severely injured, but you were like, ah, I'll just text to see if they're all right. Let me know. Leave me a voicemail. 814 799 Hey, this is pretty fun, right? I'm, I'm having a good time with this show. Perhaps the Max going to bed story went on a little bit too long, but I really needed to get my point across. <laughs> I think uh, I've saved all of my phone calls throughout my years at Hot 100. I've just saved pretty much every single one of them, I think, uh, throughout every day. I would save what I have. So I'm just going to go back and play one of my favorite phone calls of all time. Just It's a totally random subject, totally random phone call, but it's one of my favorites, so I think I'll play it at this part in the show because I don't have actual callers on this show yet. Yet! Maybe one day I will, but not yet. So let's let's roll the tape. It's not tape, it's an MP3. It just it sounds better that way. How dare you? How dare you? No, how dare you? Seriously. How dare you? No, seriously. How do you how dare you? What am I daring? Take back what you said about Aqua. What about Aqua? About Aqua and Barbie Girl, uh, Barbie Girl. They had one hit song and it was Barbie Girl and it's the most obnoxious song ever made. No, it is. They had like roses are red. Don't okay. 
Let's stop everything that's happening right now in the world. There's no way you're trying to convince me that Aqua had more than one hit. Barbie Girl was it. No, they had uh, they had roses are red. It goes like roses are red and violets are blue. I have Tommy um, Edwards in the studio. Tommy Edwards, you were a program director at the time of Aqua's success. Did they ever have another hit besides Barbie Girl? No, they did not. Answer done. You just changed your voice like I do. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, he didn't. We're talking at the same time. It's Tommy Edwards. He program directed during the 90s. One hit, Barbie Girl, Aqua's done. And that sucked, too. <laughs> um, okay, so we, I'm coming to the close of the show because I'm running out of breath. This is a lot harder to do when there's not music in between each time I talk uh, because I'm, like, exhausted at this point. Uh, but it's time to reconnect some long-lost love in central Pennsylvania. If you listen from outside of central Pennsylvania, uh, I don't know. You know what you saw. You know what you wanted. You just don't know where they are. Blair County Missed Connections with Rob Z. Oh, yeah. This misconnection titled Planet Fitness Saturday. Okay. We've checked each other out several times before. But this time, more. So sexy, pretty, and what a body. Let's talk a bit, see? This could be very fun. Not trying to change your situation if you have one. Not my business. So what color dirty was I wearing? And what body part were you working out? My shirt matched my eyes. I know you noticed. First of all, I guarantee they did not notice. Second of all, why did you write, so what color dirty was I wearing? I assume they meant shirt? Pants? Dirty? I'm so confused. But this is a Johnstown story, so what color dirty? I mean, there's many different colors of dirty in Johnstown. I'm sorry I made the joke, but if you need to find Long Lost Love, it's on Craigslist. Um, okay, I'm gonna wrap it up, I promise here, uh, but just stupid people on stupid game shows, if you listen to my old radio show, you know that I love bad game show fails, so a contestant on Jeopardy made a great wrong guess the other night. He was supposed to say Hitman, the category was 3 plus 3, so every question would have a phrase with two three-letter words in it. The answer was a hired killer, a Hitman, a hired killer, right? The guy blurted out, quote... Jamie, back to you. Uh, three plus three for two. A hired killer. Kevin. Hot gun. No. Oh, what is it? Jamie. What is a hitman? By the way, bro, you also didn't phrase it as a question, so just double fail all around. I love you. Everybody needs 420 sometime. Everybody needs to spark a J. Something in the air just told me 420 today Everybody needs some sour diesel Purple cushion pineapple express Something in my bowl is saying Oh, that's a mighty good cheaper, Pally. 
Happy 420, everybody. And um, at this point, I'm pretty exhausted. I'm gonna be. I'm just gonna be real with you. I'm exhausted. I'm gonna wrap it up because the guy from McDonald's saved us from the Cleveland shooter. How how crazy is that? A guy from a McDonald's in Erie, Pennsylvania was the man who brought down that moron Cleveland shooter. How stupid are people today? Maybe that could be a new bit. How stupid is humanity that he went on Facebook Live, shot an elderly man, killed him on Facebook Live, then went on a chase, got caught, shot, and killed himself. It's just like, I don't even want to talk about the guy who committed the murder. Like, Facebook Live, it's a good thing it exists. Somebody will say, you know, well, you should get rid of Facebook Live. It's it's spawning murders. Well, this guy admitted to he had done homicides before this homicide he did on camera so everybody knew that he did it so you got busted bro good i'm glad this guy got busted i'm glad that he put it on facebook live and if you're not glad about that then uh i don't know what i'm not gonna try to change your opinion or anything that's just a a, be a stupid way of going about this story i just think that it's a great thing that these these sorts of situations are happening not that people are dying but that people Idiot criminals are getting caught because they're idiots. Now, this guy, a uh, pretty bold idiot to put it up on Twitter like or put it up on Facebook Live like that, but I'm, good he got, I'm glad he got busted. It's a good thing that it went down the way it did. And the dude working at McDonald's, if you are not moved up from drive-thru to front counter, possibly assistant manager soon, you have been done a great disservice because you've done a great service for our country and for the state of Pennsylvania. Keep Pennsylvania proud, baby. Thank you very much. Thank you for enjoying and listening to, I don't know about enjoying, but thank you for listening to the first edition of the Rob Z Show on the Rob Z Radio Podcast. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you all the information once again about how you can find me and how you can talk to me on social media. So it's Facebook, it's Instagram, Rob Z Radio, it's Twitter, and it's Snapchat, Rob Z Yo, and of course that all important phone number where you can't actually uh, talk to me, but you can leave me a voicemail, which I think it's it's pretty cool, right? That you can leave me a voicemail. I think that's pretty awesome. It's eight one four seven nine nine zero zero six four eight one four seven nine nine zero zero six four. If you listen and you like, please leave me a rating. If you're on iTunes, please leave me a rating. It just takes it takes a second. That's all I'm asking for. A rating, uh, you can also do it on Stitcher, you can do it on Google Play, and I will talk to you guys next time. Thanks for staying with me also, by the way. I know I'm not live on the radio, I know you've got to do a little more work than just turning on your radio to hear me now, but you can hear me anytime, 24-7, nearly 250 episodes now at this point, so thank you very much, and I'll talk to you next time. That's brutal.